Hey everybody, welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Once again, I'm Mike Freeman, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are going to look at at a great passage in Luke chapter 6, which is a parallel to the Sermon on the Mount in the book of Matthew. And uh, in in this, we, we find common themes from both. There's a few unique aspects as well. But I want to look at the... Um, I guess the passage about judging and a passage is oftentimes quoted. If you want to follow along with me, we're going to be in Luke chapter six, verses 37 through 42. And I just want to begin by reading through this text with you. Um, Jesus is going to give some instruction. He's also going to share a parable to illustrate this instruction. And I think this is going to be really helpful for us as we think through what these words uh, these instructions of Jesus about judging or not judging, what they mean and how we apply them. So let's let's jump in. Here we go. Verse 37 says, Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take that speck out of you, take out that speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye. You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly out of the, you will see clearly to take the speck that is in your brother's eye. Let's back up a little bit. This is uh, interesting. Jesus starts with this instruction, judge not lest you be judged. Condemn not, you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Now, this, these three together, you, you understand Jesus is talking about a way of life. He's, uh, a judgmental way of life will avoid having others look at you judgmentally. Uh, a life that's always condemning will avoid having others look at you always condemning. And same with a, a life that is easy to forgive or quick to forgive. You'll experience having others being quick to forgive you. And then it goes further. It says, uh, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. This is generosity. Instead of being greedy and stingy, this is with a faith, uh, a faith posture as you share, as you care, as you look out for others, <clears throat> God will provide for you. It will be measured back to you. And then he tells a parable, and this is really kind of going back to that idea of judging or, or condemning. He says, "Can a blind man lead the? Can a can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit?" He's talking about if you, as someone who is a who is a believer, if you are blind to your own greed or your own condemning spirit or your judge your judgmental way of going about life or your unwillingness to forgive, he says. How are you going to help anyone? If you're blind to the character issues in your life, then you are going to be of no use to someone else. You can't lead someone else who's blind if you are blind yourself. He says, look, you both, you're going to fall into a pit. He says, it is no good for you if you have these character issues, these glaring issues in your life, a log in your eye we're going to see in a moment. It's no good for you to try to help anyone else. 
says a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. It says, who, who is our teacher, and who are you teaching? Are, are you, are you following the teacher who is Jesus? Are you becoming like Jesus? Are, are others following you as you follow Jesus, or are they following you as you are blind because you've got a log in your eye? Uh, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? This is that critical or judgmental spirit where you are so quick to point out the sin of everyone else around you, but you're, you're blind, you're unaware, or maybe you ignore the sin that is in your own eye. It, listen, isn't it so much easier to notice what other people do wrong than to notice what we ourselves do wrong? It's so much easier. You know, I, um, I enjoy the, the game of pickleball, play it um, when I get a chance. And um, in the last few years, I've been playing it with guys that had never played before. And so I've been teaching them. And it's been uh, kind of easy to play and to do well with guys who, who they're learning, right? I'm kind of teaching them. But this week, I had an opportunity to go play with a group of guys that they play competitively. They play tournaments. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, they, uh, they, they wiped the court with me. <laughs> they, they did really well, right? And I, I competed and I, I learned and that's kind of what I want to do is get better. But, uh, but you know what they did? They took the log out of my eye when it came to pickleball. They, they, they showed me all the, the mistakes that I made. They showed me all of the, the ways I thought wrong. They showed me all of the strategies that I, that I was using that were, were not effective against someone who knows what they're doing. And, uh, and they, they helped me take the log out of my own eye. Now listen, I could have gone playing with um, these other guys, regular guys I've been playing with for a while and just been, you know, fine. Um, but I was blind. And this is a, a, an illustration. How much more so with our character? See, it was so much easier for me to point out what other people were doing wrong on the court and to coach them. I'll tell you what, it, it's, it's humbling to have someone else point out to you what you're doing wrong. It was humbling. I had to take advice. I had to ask questions. I had to change what I was doing. It was humbling, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Speaking of pickleball, I'll be a better player, but, but more importantly, speaking of character, how much harder is us? It is, is it for us to be honest about our own character deficiencies? Now, it's really important for us to, to take the log out of our own eye. Now, how do you do this? How do you do this? How, how do you get the log out of your own eye? And Jesus says here, he says, uh, he says, you hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck that is, take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. How do we take the log out of our own eye? I think there's a few things that, that are really helpful. First of all is, is being in the word of God. The fact that you're listening to this, if you're listening daily, if you're reading daily, that, that's step number one is to be, be looking at the word of God as your standard and as your guide. This is the pure, perfect word of God. It is, it is the infallible guide to our life and to our character. And so as we look at the word of God and we say, it says this, but I live this way. You know what? That's, that's the process of the log being removed from your eye. When the word of God becomes um, something you're familiar with, don't give up on it. Keep digging, keep, keep reading, keep studying. That, that's first of all. Second of all, I, I think that we pray. We say, Lord, reveal to me 
show to me anything in my life that is not pleasing to you. If you go to the Lord with a humble heart and you are saying, God, I truly want whatever you want me to see, show it to me. That is key. You know, sometimes when I do that, um, he brings to mind things that I know uh, I need to change. And that, that, that it can be hard to say, oh, okay, okay, I see that, Lord. Okay, I, I don't want to see that. I, I don't necessarily want to change that, but you're showing it to me. And so, Lord, help, help me obey. Help me walk in faith in this way you've called me to live. It's taking the log out of your own eye. It may be more, most difficult is asking trusted pe- people in your life, trusted believers, hey, do you see anything in my life that's not pleasing to the Lord? Husbands, have you asked this to your wife recently? Wives, have you asked this to your husbands recently? You could even ask this to your children. Hey, do you see anything that I do that, that doesn't match what the Bible tells me to do? Kids, you can ask this to your parents. Yeah, this, is, this is so vital. And you know, I'd say you can even ask your friends. And I have noticed though how easy it is to deceive your friends. When's the last time you went to a friend and just said, this is who I am. This is all I'm doing. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm planning. When you do that, when you lay it bare, you know what that is? That's, that's you getting some help, someone helping you take the log out of your own eye. And then in time and in turn, you can help others take the speck out of their eyes. This is, this is the ancient way for our modern day. As we consider the the life that we have in Christ, as we consider trusting Christ and walking in Christ, part of what we have to do is we have to humble ourselves, not be hypocritical, to to grow in our character, not not in our own ability and our own strength. Listen, this the the foundation is the gospel, Jesus' death and his resurrection. But as we trust in Christ, we grow in Christ-like character. Not being judgmental toward everyone. Look at what's wrong with all of you, but really starting right here. What's going on in my life? I hope that you take some time. I hope you take some time to think about the word and what it says about your life and your character. I hope you take some time to pray and say, Lord, show me anything in my life that is not pleasing to you. And, and then third, I, I hope you take the, the time and, and you're bold and humble enough to go to a trusted friend and say, is there anything you see in my life that that is not pleasing to the Lord? We'll see you again as we continue to walk through the New Testament.